some people need more of, of some specific things than others, which is why mm-hmm. you know, a cookie cutter approach never really works very well. Amen. Um, Can you say that again, please, for the people at the back <laughs> of the virtual listening room? What was that you said about cookie cutter approaches? Cookie cutter approaches are not going to be the thing that really helps to take your business to the next level. Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hey, everyone. I just did a completely pointless, weird countdown because I felt like doing it. I don't normally, but I was like, hey, I feel like doing that today. Welcome to a Counted Down episode. I'm your host, Dan Mangana. You should know who I am because you're tuning into my podcast. If you don't, Here's the opportunity to do something that's going to rock your world. Go ahead and subscribe Um, and give us a rating and review at the end of the episode once you've had the opportunity to tune into the magic. I've got a Groovalicious guest here who also made a break for freedom for sunnier climbs in 2018. We're going to find out more about that story and more. Um, Why don't you introduce yourself? Let the guests, let the guests, let the listeners know who you are and what you're all about. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me, Dan. Uh, we've already had a really nice side conversation before, <laughs> so I'm really excited to dive here. Uh, but so I am Sarah. I am a certified business coach, and I help coaches uh, hit six figures, sign on higher paying clients, and all while doing that through what I call like my own unique methodology, which is basically strategy, mindset, and energetic work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also a certified yoga teacher. So I love to take a lot of that uh, into uh, into my own work and into everything I do with my clients. Mm-hmm. Groovy. I want to do some digging in with the things sure. because um, what brought you to having a multi-layered approach to it? Because a lot of people don't really do this thing that we do with the multi-layered approach. Mm-hmm. They'll say, here's the money mindset. Yeah, this is what you need to do. Or let's clear your blocks and let everything flow to you. Here's the latest funnel, go and make some money. Yeah. Like what was your journey to understanding that that's BS and probably isn't going to work? Yes. So I think my journey was, um, you know, I grew up in a very, um, methodic family and, you know, spirituality was not something that was talked about at all. We were Mm -hmm. Catholics, We Mm -hmm. went to church, Mm -hmm. um, but there was no, there was no, like, I don't know how to describe this, but I would describe it as those, those happy feelings around spirituality, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, And so a lot of what I was raised with was like very factual. Mm -hmm. And that's how I approached business when I first started business. So I, I I feel like I had to go back to, this is the way I was raised for you Mm -hmm. to understand how I approach business from the get-go. And I you know, was automatically attracted to so many of the, okay, well, here are the step-by-step processes, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, here are the cookie cutter templates. And mm-hmm. here's like, you know, all you need to do is just copy and paste and, and follow these things. And I am also very left brain dominant, mm-hmm. but 
when I started to go into everything, I started to get that whole, like that, that frustrated feeling that so many mm. people get where it's just like, it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Right. I would look at my data and I'd be like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably about a year into starting business and launching, I realized, um, after seeing so many people talk about the multi-layers, mm-hmm. I realized that that's something that I really enjoyed. And it was almost just like a, you know, a ding ding going on in my head where mm. I knew that that's, that was potentially something that I needed. And what I also didn't realize is that I actually had that inside of me because I was already a registered yoga teacher at that time. And so mm. I read meditation. I was already doing gratitude, but I, I, I think at that time, I didn't know that they could be practiced in business. But then when I started mm. practicing them in business, that just opened up an entirely <laughs> new, <laughs> it's almost like an entirely new realm of business for me. And what I, what I saw over the years, cause I, I've been in business since 2015. I'm, I'm assuming that you've probably been, I mean, you're doing amazing. So not sure how long you've been in it. I'm sure that you'll be able to tell us, but, uh, but still, you know, six years is, has been a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. And from even from being able to quit my nine to five and mm-hmm. um, do all of those things, I found that it wasn't for me, it wasn't necessarily just mindset because mindset to me focuses on, okay, well, let's journal. Let's like, mm-hmm. let's look into your brain. And for me, where the energetic work comes in is how are you feeling on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. How are you making sure that you're doing things that feel really good to you? And so it's balancing out the being aspects of your business with the doing and from from that standpoint, I started to see that like things started to magnetically come to me. So even mm-hmm. though I, w- I was putting in the strategy, mm-hmm. but when I put in the strategy and I put in the belief and I focused on feeling good, it was just like, wow, things become so much easier. You know, it's really funny. Um, I've never actually had a nine to five. <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> I, I worked in a cinema when I was a teenager. Okay. And I, I worked in a call center for about six months when I was 27 and that's it. I've, I've never, I did some work experience. Like when I was a kid, we had to do work experience for school, but that's it. But um, I love to see people who have made the transition across and done so successfully because you also know what it takes to change, to go back to mindset, to change the mindset, because the mindset of being an employee is very different to being a value creator or a business owner. It's a very, very, very different setup. That's why I think we find a lot of people coming to entrepreneurship end up creating another job versus building a business. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the energetics behind that is very different. Going back to the energetics, the energetics of creating something that my time and energy are tied to is very different to something that's going to go off and grow by itself. Have you found that mindset and energy really do sort of merge together into this kind of gloopy space where those two kind of things are sort of working together to get to the next step so that people can create success in their business? Definitely. I love that Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people just say, you know, it's strategy mindset. You're you're given the two. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the way that I separate them is I've seen a lot of my clients because a lot of my clients are coaches and I've seen Mm -hmm. a lot of them say, okay, well, mindset, perfect right? I'm going to journal. And they mm-hmm. always journal and they always journal. But if it, if it stays in your head, mm-hmm. we're not doing enough. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like if, if the mindset work is staying only in your brain, it, we, what we really need to do in order to process that mindset work and really integrate it and mm-hmm. make sure that it is becoming integrated, even into our strategy is making sure that we, we involve the, the mind body effect mm-hmm. and, and really focus on the energetic work. But you're absolutely right. I think that by doing the mindset work for a lot of people, then they can kind of much more easily start to feel better or start to do things um, mm-hmm. and focus on those being aspects that are more energetic. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's, it's, it's poignant that people start to, I think, grade and say, what's more, more important than, than the other things? Like, oh, what's mm-hmm. more important? Mm-hmm. As well, you can have the perfect strategy, but if you don't have a belief system that supports it working for you, Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not going to work. If you've got the best, strongest mindset, but then you're either not got an effective strategy or you're not effective, like taking action on an effective strategy, there's not really going to be any movement forward. You're going to be this great person with great mindset. That's got a great lot of nothing in your business. It's like, they. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that's, that's another thing that some of my clients, when they come to me, they're like, okay, well, I, worked with someone who focused on mindset and that was really, really great, but I don't know how to run my business now. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't, I, they never taught me how to do like specific things. And so, um, it, you really do need all of it. Right. Mm. And some people need more of of some specific things than others, which is why Mm. a cookie cutter approach never really works very well. Amen. Um, Can you say that again, please, for the people at the back (laughs) of the virtual listening room, what was that you said about cookie cutter approaches? Cookie cutter approaches are not going to be the thing that really help to take your business to the next level because (laughs) it's not, you're not like, you're not a, my, one of my clients says you're not a cookie. So don't use, why would you use cookie cutter approaches? It's kind of cute, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, you know, and this is, this is where I struggled in the beginning. Cause I was just like, okay, well, you know, this is the strategy to follow. Cool. I'm going to implement the strategy. And I think this is the beautiful part about humanity as well. You can have two people who have the exact same funnel. You spend the exact same amount of money on Facebook ads. For example, you do the exact same webinar funnel. You, you say the, in, the entire thing is going to be the exact same. One person is going to have a six figure launch and another person is going to like barely make any money off of it because it's, it's not about the actual strategy or not mm-hmm. only about the strategy. I also mm-hmm. don't like it when people are like, strategy is nothing. Let's just throw it out the window because mm-hmm. you need that <laughs> solid basis, right? Oh, so, so we're not just running a surrender experiment in our business? We're not doing that? Well, I think that's when you initially approached me, Dan, because I had an article that went out in Brains Magazine that was about <laughs> the spirituality part of things and how, how people, like all of the myths around it, right? You need the strategy. The strategy is there. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I said, you can have two people that the exact same thing, but one yeah. of them make really do it really well and the other one won't. And it's because of the mindset and the energetic work and how how aligned that messaging feels to that person. I just, guys, by the way, we both write for the same magazine and I saw this and I was just like, oh my God, thank you. There's another light bearer <laughs> out in the darkness of bullshit that's like <laughs> cutting the stuff on this because, you know, it's, it's one of those things I think people get really caught up and lost it. It's mm-hmm. one of the things and, you know, you know, one of my core keynotes, I just did another one on this last week. I think I did another key, uh, keynote on this exact same thing. How an obsession with mindfulness and spirituality is 
you know, standing in the way of your success because people are losing sight of the fact that this beautiful thing has been put in this really stupid place where it's been given the responsibility uh, of making everything work. But mm-hmm. I love that. Given the that. responsibility to make everything work. And it's, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. I think your words there were so accurate. It is such a beautiful, phenomenal thing, but it can't take the place. It can't no. take the place of the step-by-step processes. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about belief systems because there are some people who might say but I really believe that this is going to work for me doesn't that mean that it's going to work like can it not be like a placebo like a a permission slip for this actually to work for me what would you say to someone that said that you know it's it's so hard too because I've actually been coached this way and I think that this is why I try to kind of revise all of that messaging because you could have come on, you can have a belief system that you're going to be a millionaire. But if if you don't have the tangible steps to become that millionaire, are you going to do it? Okay, yeah, maybe in 10, 20, 50 years when you finally do those steps. But if you're mm-hmm. not going to do those steps, it's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same as, I used to do this a lot, actually, a few years back. I used to be like, okay, well, if I believe it, it's going to happen. So I really want, you know, a 50K launch or whatever it was. And I was like, I believe it. I'm totally you know, I'm, I'm all in it, but because I didn't have the right messaging mm-hmm. at times, or because I didn't have the right relationship building infused into my system at those specific points in time, I believed until right until the very end of my launch. Right. And mm-hmm. I did, you know, I checked off all of the boxes, uh, but I didn't get the 50 K launch. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, there's so many different things that go in there. And so if you believe that it's possible, I'd say, yes, you're, you're going to have it, but it might not be in the time frame that you want it. Mm-hmm. And if you believe it's possible and you're trying for it and it, like, it could definitely not happen, you want to go in and you want to look at those like left brain things as well and mm-hmm. see exactly what happened there. So I would say, I mean, I feel like the belief part is just so incredible. And I think it's mm-hmm. so helpful for people to have. And I think that it's, it really, really helps with, you know, entrepreneurial failures because entrepreneurship is just like that roller coaster ride of sometimes things work and they work really, really well. And sometimes they don't, but if you keep that belief in there, it's inevitable as long as you're going to be using the systems that are going to, that are necessary to take you to get there. And I think as well, like I always invite people to look at where they got that story from in the first place. As one of the funniest ads (laughs) and demonstrations of this I've seen ever was on Instagram and this is the ad that I saw on Instagram. An ad on Instagram. How to attract your ideal clients on Instagram without using IG ads. <laughs> it's like, if that works, mate, then why are you using an ad? Like, I, I know. I think there is one, um, there's a, a lot of people are using this post too. And, and sometimes I look at it and I'm like, well, really? Um, <laughs> <it's> the, <laughs> your intuition is your best strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one to me is really like, okay, but if you don't know what that strategy is going to be, how is your intuition going to be the best strategy? And I feel like people also misuse that because then it becomes a, well, my intuition is the best strategy. Okay. But you don't know, like, you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. right? 
all of us don't know what we don't know. And mm-hmm. I've, I've had clients come to me and they're like, yeah, but I'm, I'm believing Sarah, you know, like I'm believing and I'm feeling and I'm in the good feelings. And, and like, yeah, but it's so much more. That's, that's one part. So like, yeah, you got that one part, right. You're doing so, so good in that one part, but so let's, proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Right. Let's focus on this other part for a second, because this other part is really, really great. And I think that mm-hmm. once, when we use things like your, your intuition is your best strategy and things like that, where it's completely missing mm. so, so much of, of what people do need to do. And then mm-hmm. it derails them. Cause it's just mm. like, Oh, well, I should already know what I'm doing. Right. Or my mm. intuition is going to tell me what, what I need to do. Mm. The other thing is I did a thing. I did an IG love about this a couple of weeks ago. It's like a lot of people are calling their fear intuition. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. That's also <laughs> so good. So good. And most people don't know the difference. I had a client once who was not making sales. She just like, she was, she's putting all the strategies in, but every time that she got on the phone with someone, she'd like, mm-hmm. she, you know, she'd clench up. And at one point she was just like, I got this intuitive hunch to just give this person a, my program for free. And I was like, I don't know if that's an intuitive hunch. <laughs> Because you've been talking about how much you want to make money. You've been talking about how you, how you just want someone to pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden for the first, first person who's like, okay, yes, let, you know, work with me. All of a sudden your intuition tells you to just give it to her for free. Not sure about that. Thankfully right now she's, she's making 5k months and she's actually, you know, like mm-hmm. doing that. So I'm mm-hmm. super happy for her over there. She actually just messaged me a few, few weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I heard that from her, it was like my coaching heart was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's reframe this, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I had this um, situation um, where I shared with people, you know, when your intuition is telling you don't do something, just really look at what's really going on there. Because a don't do something, a no is a contractive. And for something to be contractive, then it's going against the, the nature of nature, which is to expand. So mm-hmm. is it likely that that's going to be coming from your intuition, which is a part of nature and uncorrupted by our ego and our human stuff? Or is it more likely to be fear? Just placing these simple uh, filters on what's coming up just really gives us the opportunity to start really assessing whether it is my unconscious beliefs coming in, whether it's a lack of ability to hold the frequency of this particular thing that's coming in, or maybe it's not having enough experience with the strategy to have belief in it, that it's going to move forward. Um, I don't know this one's a funny one for me because people are out there really deeply believing, well, mine's my intuition. I got a hit. I had guidance that this is the thing. It's like guidance is going to lead you in the way to go. just applying a basic filter I find people that do that actually getting a lot more support in moving forward I find Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. for sure and and it's like you said I want to go back to that initial sentence that you used it was just like it's this beautiful thing Mm -hmm. but it's put in the wrong place Mm -hmm. and once you put it in the right place it's just like you know it makes everything so much more beautiful it makes everything feel so much better exactly Uh, 
And yeah, it's just, it's all about the way it's used. Right. And, and mm. that's why I wrote that article because I, I, a lot of my community is leans towards, I would say like soulful and spiritual aspects mm. of business, which make them a joy to work with because they're mm. not anxious all the time and they're not, you know, like constantly frustrated. Uh, but then at the same time, it's like, well, no, we need, we need to go back to the, the strategic aspects as well. Mm. Love it, love it, love it. What are some of the challenges that you found most common amongst people that want to break into that six figure, that six figure territory, which is like this mythical number of six yeah. figures, yeah. which is only 8,333, <laughs> which isn't even really that big a deal, which is like two grand a week. Right. You know? And, and so many <laughs> people don't even know when they want it. And I think mm-hmm. that that's a bigger part of of the problem, I would say like a, a bit of a misalignment problem within the coaching industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier about how, you know, so many of your clients, once they actually figure out how much they want or need, it's like, it's usually well below what they <laughs> thought that they wanted. Right. And I think that for a lot of people, six figures, because you hear so many people saying six figures online, they're like, okay, well, that's what I really want. Um, but mm-hmm. when, this is why I find it so important to do. So what I, I always do is uh, first I do uh, more of like a break even, like live comfortably type model with clients. And so it's, mm-hmm. you know, what do you have to pay for taxes? What do you have to pay for business operations? What are you paying for your bills? How much money do you want to have left over? Okay. What is the model for there? And then what's the model for, okay, I want investment property or, you know, like I want like really nice holidays. Like what is that Mm -hmm. model? And let's compare those two models. And I would say one of the biggest things for a lot of people in terms of hitting the six figure mark is um, not implementing enough of the strategy. And the reason why they're not implementing enough of the strategy is because of their mindsets. Mm. Um, I could there's so many different things (laughs) because I feel like this, this is, this is where um, I primarily focus on in terms of my clients is helping them hit six figures. But yeah, so it's usually like a little bit like a combination of money mindset where Mm. it's like, okay, well, I don't want to invest more money in my business. Well, why don't you want to invest more money in my business, in your business? And Mm. it's usually like, well, what if I fail? Mm. Right. And so it's that level of belief um, there's also a little bit of, of hidden worthiness problems as well with mm-hmm, a lot 100%. of the people who I work with, with who are like, well, who am I to make this much money? You know, my mm-hmm. dad never made this much money. My husband doesn't make this much money. My mm-hmm, friend doesn't make this much money. And they, they studied harder for, than me or they tried harder mm-hmm. than I did. And so there's so many different like subconscious limiting beliefs that are there. And when those subconscious limiting beliefs aren't dealt with, I can give them all the strategy in the world. And I can tell them, okay, well, you know, this is how much you need to outreach or these are how many collaborations you want to hit on. So many of them, um, it's like a slower start until we work on those subconscious things as well. And so I think that's a really long-winded answer (laughs) to your question, but it is is a complicated answer. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's a complicated answer because it's... we're talking about the human psyche, what's going on with inside yeah. humans. We're talking about mm-hmm. a multi-level aspect of humanity and how those things all overlay. So that's not, that's never going to be straightforward. It's just, I don't think it's going to be straightforward. Right. But then there's going to be common threads. Like you said, these common threads are going to be sitting underneath, but then person to person, those common threads are going to come together in a different way and impact people differently. 
Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I could definitely say that, you know, I, I have an, an eight pillar process myself in terms of mm -hmm. making sure that you're running a profitable, sustainable online business. And one of those pillars is messaging and, but here's how, you know, the subconscious is always messing with your messaging as well, right? Because if your subconscious mm -hmm. is like, okay, well, I need to target everyone or I need to help everyone, then you're never going to get niche enough to, to target who you really want to target. Or if your money mindset is wrapped up in, well, I need to target these people because these people are going to pay me the money. I don't know if you've ever heard people say that too. I also find that one really interesting. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to target these types of people because they have money to pay me. Yeah. Everyone has money to pay you, <laughs> right? If you're going to solve, they may not want to pay you money because <laughs> you can't exactly, solve it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to solve a big enough problem for them, and if you, if they believe it's possible, and if you believe it's possible for them, doesn't matter mm -hmm. what group that you're going to be in. You know, your mm -hmm. people are, are going to pay you the money for it. But if you're if if you're still tied up in in those subconscious things, which so many people don't even realize are there that's mm -hmm. always gonna gonna trip you up in terms of what you're putting out there, right? Like what your platform is, who you feel like you help. Mm -mm -mm. Amazing, amazing. If you had one last thought to share with the listeners, what would that what would that be for the listeners tuning in who are looking at that mystical land of six figures and beyond and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering so, how to get there. I mean, I think what's interesting is that it's it's really not that hard to achieve. For, for any type of coach, for any type of mentor, for anyone. I mean, also for product-based businesses, sure, but I don't, I don't work with product-based businesses, but I'm sure if you had a product-based business coach here, they'd tell you the same thing. Uh, but it's really not that hard to achieve. And once you fully step into your own leadership, it is so possible. Mm -hmm. And it's possible for, for anyone who's out there. And in, in terms of this, this mystical land and, and what it really takes to get there, I think is that the, the number one thing is, is believing in yourself enough, um, but also believing in yourself enough to make sure that you are getting all of the strategies that are going to help you and that are going to support you to get there. And going back to, I mean, I feel like this entire episode we've been talking about, you know, uh, the difference between the mindset and the energetic work and the strategic work. And it's, we're not trying to put down any any aspect of, of any of that, right? It's more so let's let's use it all in unison and let's make sure that we're using each one of those properly and let, let's make sure that we're putting it in, in its proper place. And once you can do that, which is why, you know, uh, working with mentors is so, so helpful. But once you can do that, it just becomes like clockwork. It just becomes a, okay, well, you know, this is the thought that's happening in my brain, but I'm not going to um, give the thought any attention. I'm just going to allow the thought to be there because I have this mission and I have this big purpose that I really want to do. And you'll find once you step into that, it's like an entirely new world because you're hitting a next potential for yourself as well. And that's, I think, mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm most passionate about is really seeing people get that aha moment and really stepping into that next level of potential and leaving the mediocre behind. Leave the mediocre behind. Yeah, doesn't belong oh, here. <laughs> yeah. -uh. Um, for everyone that's like in love with what you're doing now, what's the best place for them to get in contact with you and to continue your conversations, maybe even get some support? Yeah, for sure. So um, I am Sarah without an H, J, and then Lorero, which is a very complicated last name. So I'm going to spell it out. It's L-O-U-R-E-I-R-O. 
com, or you can find me on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram. I'm primarily, I would say I'm primarily on Instagram and mm-hmm. I have my own podcast. It's called the up level your online business show. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of really, really great nuggets to do very similar things in there as well. Okay. Brilliant. Well, we'll make sure we'll pop all that in the show notes. Thank you, Sarah, for coming to hang out with me today. It's been cool. Thank you for being a fellow adventurer into the Americas and away from North America. Um, guys, be sure to go and check that out. Tune in to Sarah's podcast, get yourself subscribed and check out the article that she wrote. It will rock your world. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. I mean, the world to me, if you gave this podcast a rating and review, that's how we get in front of more people and share this work with others. And maybe share this as someone who's doing a bit too much meditating and not enough strategizing. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangena, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.